0: back to The porch. I hope you're ready for a good visit because today we're going to be talking about whether living a simple life is really for you. So far, you've created your own definition of what a simple life is. Hopefully, you've done a bit of dreaming of what that lifestyle will look like if you choose to pursue it, and you have had an opportunity to address any fears you may have which threaten to hold you back. Before we get into the goal setting stage, you need to determine if this is the right move. Trust me, I have tried quite a few things that sounded good in the moment, but ended up wondering how in the world I would get myself out of it with my mind, body, and wallet still intact. I would hate to be the reason that happened to you. A great thing about living a simple life is that you don't have to do it all at once. It can be a gradual process where you work on one thing for a while until it becomes comfortable. When you're ready, you can implement another and then another. In fact, I don't even recommend you doing it all at once. It can be a lot to take in and if you aren't careful, you can become overwhelmed. The best way I can see to get started is by asking yourself a few questions and then thinking hard about your answers. No one knows you better than you. When you determine what you want, like and need for yourself, you don't have to fake it. Just remember, when you answer these questions, it doesn't mean you have to give up all the things you're currently doing or what you love to do. Instead, living a simple life is a manner of realigning your lifestyle to fit better with your priorities. You don't have to give up your day job to do it, nor do you have to turn into a hermit. Let's get to the questions. There are nine of them, so to help you out, you'll find a free download of them on the resource page for this podcast. That way you can look them over and take your time with your answers. Question number one, is the current lifestyle you are living one that offers encouragement, contentment and room to grow? To me, Being stagnant is almost like suffering punishment. Now don't get me wrong, I enjoy my quiet time. I need that moment of solitude, to be honest. But on a continual basis, no. I'm always finding new things I want to do to fulfill my own simple life journey. I enjoy spreading my wings, even if I do lose a few feathers in the process. And my lifestyle, all the learning curves included, is a very important source to my contentment with life. With each step I take, I'm encouraged that I am on the journey to become the person I was meant to be. And with each step, I'm adding richness, definition and quality to my life. Question number two, do you have enough time in the day to pursue the things you love to do? Faith, family, home, passions? Time is one of those rare commodities we never seem to have enough of. Our lives are so busy with so many activities, we sometimes wonder how we even have the time to sleep. Having enough time is one of the cornerstones of living a simple life. It means learning how to set your priorities, reducing the activities you're currently involved in to just those you need and want to do, and getting rid of the busyness just for the sake of being busy. Question number three. Do you have control over your finances and are free from worries over money? One of the biggest issues most people have is achieving freedom from financial worries. Some are desperate to simply keep the electricity turned on. Others pray daily that there are no costly emergencies, such as health issues or vehicle maintenance. And others are wondering how they can afford to pay for their children's college education and still have enough to retire. When you live a simple life, one of the goals is to learn how to live on less than your income and maintain a savings plan. It can be done. And because it does take time, work, and dedication, I'll be covering it in more detail in an upcoming episode. Question number four, is your home a place you love to walk into, warm, welcoming, a place of comfort and a safe haven? Have you ever walked into someone's home and knew instantly whether or not you wanted to be there? Some homes are so filled with upheaval, sadness or hostility, it seems to pour right out of the walls. In other homes, the moment you step across the threshold, you feel as if you have just been surrounded by a warm hub. Your body immediately relaxes, a smile hovers on your face, and you're excited to start your visit with the one who lives there. A home that is warm and welcoming says comfort. It is a place you know you can go to enjoy a few moments to visit with a friend or a safe haven you can run to in a time of trouble. My home is one of the most important aspects of my life. It's not only a place where we live, eat, and sleep. It's also my safe haven. For friends and neighbors, we have an open door policy. All are welcome and will most likely be greeted with a cup of coffee or a glass of lemonade at the very least, and a plate of fresh cookies if it's baking day. When you live a simple life, it is much easier to reflect that warm and comfortable home because that is the very essence of the people who live there. Question number five. Do you feel 100 percent secure in being able to depend on outside sources in order to feed your family? Now, this can be a tricky question. As close as five years ago, you might have been able to say yes. But with recent events, food seems to be getting scarcer. Grocery store shelves are bare, and what is available is often imported from other countries. The price of food has risen, but your paychecks haven't. In some cases, you may no longer even have a paycheck or have had to take a job where your income was cut. Learning how to not only grow as much of your own food as possible, but also knowing how to cook it and preserve it are becoming very important skill sets. Question number six. Do you spend as much quality time with your family and friends as you need and want? Have you heard the one about the workaholic that missed out on all the wonders of being part of the family? Of course you have. We use that that excuse of the paycheck and financial support for our family as the reason we work so many hours. Have you also heard the one about how the family would rather live on less if it means having more of your time? Neither one of these are myths. Your friends and family love you. They are your support system. You are theirs. Spending time with your family and friends helps to create strong bonds that can last a lifetime. These people love you, and you love them. Find time to spend with them. Living with fewer material possessions won't hurt you, and that housework can wait a while. Your friends and family can't. Question number seven. Are you actively pursuing your dreams and passions? Following our dreams and passions are what makes us feel alive. Our lives are filled with a sense of adventure each time we begin something new. Our curiosity awakens and we have a sense of pride and excitement when we fulfill them. Our dreams and passions are what keeps us moving forward. Without them, we can almost feel like something is missing in our lives, like we didn't arrive in time to board the ship and instead are just standing on the dock watching it pull away. I have something you need to think about. Why are you waiting for your ship to come in? Get in the dinghy and row out to meet it. Question number eight. Do you have time to just sit, breathe and rest? Let's face it, even living a simple life can keep us busy, but sometimes we need to just set aside everything and take time for ourselves. Resting our minds and bodies is what keeps us healthy. It took me a while to figure this out, but when I finally did, I instituted an afternoon tea break. Each day I set aside at least 30 minutes to just sit and relax. I don't worry about what is isn't getting done. I don't create mental lists of things to do. Instead, I just sit and either think about nothing, do a little bit of dreaming, or lose myself in a book or a craft project. And once my afternoon tea is over, I feel refreshed and ready to face the rest of what's on my agenda for the day. Question number nine. Would you truly describe yourself as the person you were meant to be? A great sort of personal contentment is to be who you were meant to be. So many of us struggle to fit into the mold that someone else has created for us. That may be family who groomed you to follow in a parent's footsteps, or a parent that pushed you into a career based on the paycheck because they wanted a better life for you than they had. It could be peer pressure or friends. But all too often, we can understand how that round peg feels when being forced into a square hole. To get the peg to fit, part of it has to be shaved off. And even then, it doesn't fit properly or securely. If you have become or are in the process of becoming the person you are meant to be, congratulations. Keep up the good work. But if you aren't, it may be time to sit back and reintroduce yourself to that person. No matter what you think or how old you are, it really is never too late. Now I have a bonus question for you. Just how deeply do you want to go with your new simple life? I almost didn't add this question, but in the beginning, every time I discuss my goal to live a simple life with the country boy, He frequently asks me the same thing. Just how deeply do I want to go? Now, living a simple life can be as simple as finding more time to spend with family or on pursuing our dreams. It can be what I call the middle ground and growing most of your own food, preserving the harvest, and even how learning how to live on one income. So more time can be done pursuing other goals. or if it is your fondest dream, it can go as deeply as an off-grid, fully self-sufficient life. Now, this is definitely a worthwhile dream and is doable. You just need to be prepared to work harder, set goals, and be fastidious with your finances. How deeply you want to go with your simple life is up to you. But no matter how deep you choose to go, just know your plan for your new lifestyle is going to be a great way to live. If you want to learn more about the topic at hand, get a transcript for this episode or download the free list of questions, just visit my website at www.thefarmwife.com forward slash podcast. That is the resource page for this podcast and I have it set up by episodes to make things easier to find. To help you out, this is episode six. And while you're there, take a look around at other posts to help you learn even more about living a simple life. If you have questions or need some help figuring out your answers, you can stop by for an email visit at thevirtualporch@gmail.com, at gmail.com. And be sure to subscribe. You don't want to miss a single conversation. I'll be sitting on the porch every Monday morning waiting for your visit thanks again for stopping in. I'll see you next week on living a simple life with the back porch view. And while you're waiting on the next episode, grab that glass of refreshment, pull up a rocker and sit back for a while. It's time to relax and enjoy.